The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We talked on the programme about this thing called Progressing Disability Services for Children and Young People, which was this kind of umbrella idea to bring all services into a sort of one-stop shop. It hasn't worked. Joanna, I think your daughter goes to St. Paul's in Montanati, and this is just a total mess. Good morning to you. Hi, PJ. How are you? Um, I'm actually a bit nervous. I was saying it to Fergal and to Fiona just there. I've never rung a radio station or sent in a request. So this is, you know, something I've never done before. So it's all a bit daunting. Drive but on, I you're fine. I, the, reason, the reason I did it is my daughter is nonverbal. So if she, if, I, if she can't speak for herself, so I'm speaking for her and not just for her, but for all the children, you know, in St. Paul's in particular, but even in Cork who aren't getting any services because of this new progressive disability service that the government brought in at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, How has her service changed? Well, what happened was she, when she was in school in St. Paul's, they had what was called a school team. Um, St. Paul's, I don't know if you've ever been up there, it's a school for children with moderate to profound intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. And that school and all the schools, especially the schools in Montanati, used to have access to a team, which was like a physiotherapist, an occupational therapist, and a speech and language therapist. And under this new scheme they brought in at the start of the year, they withdrew those services and redeployed the, the, the therapist into this new model. Mm. So they basically took the therapist from these kids and some of these children now, PJ, would have profound intellectual disabilities mm-hmm. with medical issues and life-limiting conditions. And it, it's done like it's not even a, a discussion. They've taken these therapists from these children. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know St. Paul's so and I know the work they do. I know it very well. Yeah. Yeah. And in, like, they divided the areas then into, you know, teams. So where Olivier would be, would be Bridgeway. So you could have 500, at least 500. I actually don't even think they know themselves how many children they have. But there's 500 children at least, including the special needs schools, going from Tivoli all the way up to Carrig Navarre. And they have one physiotherapist that would cover all that area and all those children. And we're not talking about a group of children, like 500 children were deemed to need therapy. And they have one physiotherapist two occupational therapists and four speech and language therapists to cover that area. And it's not just my area and it's not just Cork. It's the whole country. Yeah. It's it's not working. And I don't know if you saw the petition. I did. But um, you you can see why at the end you can see why people are signing it. And the two words that people say is vulnerable and deserve better. And these children do. And I don't understand why the government sees these children like so bad, little like you know they're they're not seen as people they're seen as you know a number and like Olivia is not a number you know cl- kids in our class like Rian and Brooke and Tom they're they're children too you know I know and they they, they deserve to have the best chance you know t- to be the best they can be and if you're taking these services from them now what in 10 and 15 and 20 years time, these children are going to be adults. And like you want your child, like I have four kids and we all want our kids to be the best that they can be. But if you're denying them the basic, you know, speech and language, the ability to speak, occupational therapy, you know, to, to dress yourself, to zip up your clothes, to eat, independent, to live independent lives. 
we're just we're just pushing this down the road where these children won't be able to you know be valuable con- well they'll be valuable but they won't be able to contribute to society there'll be less of them able to get jobs you know they'll be on disability payments and so if the government thinks they're saving money now they're not they're, they're just kicking this down down you know to the next government or to the government after that i don't know you talked to us in your message, Joanne. You made a very strong point. You said you think the hardest day of your life will be the day of the diagnosis, but actually it turns it's, out to be one of the easiest it's ones. It's not, it's not. You, yeah. like, and this is not just for my child. And, you know, the scheme, it sounds amazing because it's covering all children. And I think all children, not just my child, because my child has Down syndrome, I think children with autism, children with spina bifida, you know, children with cerebral palsy, children with speech delays. If any of those children need therapy, they should be, in, they're entitled as, he, to, as my child to get it under this new scheme. They're not. None of them are. And you think the day, you, like, you know, in the hospital, you, you have a baby with special needs or when your child is two or three and that you're told the, the child has autism and then you come to terms with it and you, you say, you know, you're going to do the best you can for your child and you look around for support and there's nothing there. And you're put on waiting list after waiting list and told about these buzzwords of early intervention. And you're, as your child ages out, early intervention is come and gone. And your child has gotten no service. Yeah. No, you're, you're, I don't need to say anything. You're saying it yeah. all. You're saying and it I, all. And I know of fam- parents who spoke to the Minister for Disability mm-hmm. last week, the Minister for Disability in Galway, Anne Rabbit, mm-hmm. and she told them that she wasn't aware of any issues with children in this country receiving supports. Like, as my eight-year-old daughter would say, is she for real? She doesn't know. It's her job to know. Yeah. She should be looking after these kids. These kids are the most vulnerable kids in society. And yes, we don't do anything to support them. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're okay. <laughs> you're, you're, like, uh, as I say in St. Paul's, St. Paul's is an amazing school. It is. And it's a brilliant school. And, you know, you have children in there, as I said, with really complex medical needs who need things like orthotics and equipment just, you know, just to have a comfortable life. And you need to have a lot of this equipment signed off by a physiotherapist, but they can't get access to a physiotherapist or an occupational therapist. So they're left waiting on waiting lists for things like splints and standards to help them stand. Do you know? And that's just so wrong. Joanne, what, what is it that, for example, just, just Olivia now, just talk about your own precious little girl for a second. What, what, <laughs> what, what does she need to help her well, get Well, she by? needs speech and language. She's nonverbal. She's six years old. And, you know, Early intervention is come and gone, really. But so it's not just for her. I'm fine for all the kids who are just born in the last couple of years, and you know her friends in school and other children who haven't even been born yet. Because I know people might think, "Oh, that's that's nothing to do with me." Like I don't have a, a child with a disability. Mm-hmm. But six years ago, I didn't either. Yeah. You know, you don't know what's going to happen to any of your kids. You know, you take you hope for the best, but we don't know if, if your child needs speech therapy or. If you have a child with a disability, you want to know that there will be supports there for them. You know, my husband works and he pays taxes. I worked and I pay taxes. And when you need a bit of help, it's not there. I know. And, and she's at that crucial point in her young life now, six, where other, yeah, and other kids are soaking up language like a sponge and she years. needs help. She needs help to get language. Yeah, but yeah, and it's been two years and she's... Been, and I actually remember... 
because um, my son was born. He's two today, and I was above in the CUMH, and he was quite sick when he was born. I was after a C-section, and Olivia, it was a Friday, and I know Olivia had speech and language on the Monday, and I said to my husband, you have to bring her, because God only knows when we get another session, you have to bring her, and my baby was down in the NICU. He had breathing issues. So, like, you, it's all encompassing your whole life. Like, you're fighting and fighting and fighting. And it shouldn't be that hard. And it's not the disability that's the hard part. It's the way society and the government treat these children. Who looks after mummy? <laughs> and, and there's another thing I wanted to say, too, is that they closed all the speech and language, or the special needs preschools. Like, there's a building in... Um, in Cope Foundation called Rainbow Lodge. Yes, and you know we 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 try to encourage children to go to mainstream. You know it's not for everyone, but um, they close these this facility and redeploy the staff. And you can see it if you pass. It's across from the nurse, just down from the nursing home in Montanati, and the, the shutters are pulled down. And they have the equipment, they have the room, they have it all set up for children. They could they could help them, and it's closed. And they've redeployed the staff again into this new system. And, and it's not just in Corpse, Brothers of Charities, every, all, they all did the same. And there was no one said anything. And no one thought, oh, this is wrong. Taking therapists from children is, an, is wrong. From yeah. special needs school is wrong. People waiting, not just months, we're talking years here. And this is not just children with Down syndrome, this is children with autism, <laughs> children with other disabilities who should be entitled to the basic right to be the best that they can be. And the government say they don't know what's happening. I just don't understand. And it's frustrating and it's upsetting. And you get tired of fighting all the time. You, you, get, you get beaten down, don't you? Oh, you do. You hear parents of older kids now probably been on the road longer than me, like yourself probably think what's the point and you know some, a part of me feels like that too you know I'm just a mum from Bally no I have four kids I, I set up a petition but it wasn't just me it was other families too but is this going to make any difference you know probably not you're not just a mum from Bally no you're Olivia's mum yeah. you're brilliant yeah. you're absolutely <laughs> brilliant and yeah. you know I always say to people St. Paul said to me yeah. and the teachers in mainstream schools they're teachers they're not therapists. They no. don't know what the kids need. No. You know, they're not trained speech and language therapists. They do the best they can, but they're not trained like a speech therapist would or a physiotherapist would. Yeah. Do you know? To help these kids in mainstream and in special schools and in units to bring them on to be the best that they can be because that's all you want for any of your ch children. Do you know what you have that you should never stop yeah. using? Your voice. You have, you have been. I don't want to get really emotional. You have been. No, Joanne, 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 Joanne. You have been. And my you husband have, said take notes, and I did neither no, of those no, things. No, so. no, You have been brilliant. You have been wonderful. You have said more than I think you ever even thought you were going to say. Yeah. You've been fantastic, and and yeah. I, I think we just throw it out there. A lot of people will will empathise very much with what you're saying. Yeah, and maybe you'll share the, the the petition on your Facebook page, and maybe some people will look at it and say. You know, I, I can click and one click might make a difference for these children in Cork. Okay. All right, listen, you look after they yourself. Might make the government think, think a little harder about how they treat them. Look after yourself, look after your beautiful little girl and the rest of your kids and uh, take some downtime for you too, uh, Joanne, because you deserve it. Thank you very much. Cork's 96 FM.